have a zyber hole injury from some In this week's segment of What the Fudge Did Movie Man Say? We're going over the late night message that he sent through last night. So what he says is he have a zebra pole injury from some qahba. L-M-A-O-O-O. So first off, the zebra is the thing that sticks out. And I'm like, what the hell is this guy saying? Is he talking about saber tooth? Is he talking about... Uh... Zay Jones, possibly. We have no idea what the hell this guy is saying. Um, and then he hits us up with LMAO, as if he just said the joke of the year. And he's cracking up, looking at himself in the mirror, <laughs> rolling. And then my boy Maudi also told me that he tries to correct himself and say heel. <laughs> Booby, again. What the fudge are you saying, my boy? I didn't see this in the chat. Good guy, but just knowing the, how this is written, I already know who it's from. I don't, I don't know how to tell you guys. I don't, I don't know what to say. I guess I was trying to say he's gonna get a groin injury. Because he was messing with some gahba. I think that's what I was trying to put. I don't know why I put zebra pole. <laughs> what the hell? Zebra pole came from. I was knocked out, bro. I crashed. Alright, let's get the ball rolling, fellas. Alright, so welcome to this next episode of the podcast. Um, I'm your co-host, your one and only, your your Chimish. Um, you know the rules, guys. Unfiltered, no mute button. Everything's live. Everything's raw. Um, haven't done one of these in a while, so um, hopefully we can get back into the swing of things. I know everybody's been a little bit busy, but uh, topic number one. So, Humaysan, everybody kind of wants to know, why did you end up requesting to leave after the 2014 inaugural season <laughs> um i don't think it was so much as me requesting to leave more than me just not rejoining and uh i try to think about it and I, I really can't remember why i try to probably play it off as a time commitment thing or something or uh, i can't really give a good answer man but probably a religious break bro maybe i don't know it's it's funny because uh Couple years later, I remember Anis gave me this. He called me. He gave, I think Anis was still the commission at the time. He called me. And we had like a ten. He gave me like a ten minute, ten minute spiel on why I should join the league. And at the end, I'm like, nah. And then two months later, I joined my cousin's league. Um, but then I started realizing once the commission took over, the league took a different turn. And I'm like, man, I got to get in there if I can. And that's all she wrote. Shabani hit me up, and we're here. Well, you know, we're, we're glad to have you. I think initially everybody was like, damn, we're bringing that scrub back. But, you know, Maori and Shebani really fought hard for you. And we we're willing to, to take you back and expand this league along with, you know, Wait, who, getting in who, are the, who are the original inaugur in, inauguration members, I guess? It was everybody that's in it now except for 
Amin and Hamza. Oh, so the ten man league. Yeah, we had a, an original ten man league. Oh, was, so I left, and then Hamza took my spot. Yeah, and back then Anise was commissioned. We were on NFL.com, and uh, Shabani actually opened it up for everybody. We made the, the actual <laughs> login, and there was a defensive player in there that we couldn't draft. Yeah, good times. Good times. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Good times. So, Kadri, what about topic number two? Mr. Cooper Cup. Hey, calm down. Oh, um, yeah. Topic. I mean, honestly, I, I was I was very hurt to see, to see Cup getting injured. I know that's you know you guys are not going to believe me on that one, but <laughs> I respect. I mean, you knew I, he was going to get injured. No, no, no. I respect killers like that, bro. Like I, you don't understand. I would have, I would have died laughing if he fell to me, bro, at, at eleven. And when he was slipping in the draft, if it wasn't for my son, I really believe he would have maybe slipped to me. And I would have just died laughing, wallah. Kadri, what did I text you a couple weeks before the draft, bro? You told me it was impossible. I, be, well, because I'm telling you, because I, I just, I thought of it just from a common sense standpoint. I said, how is <laughs> it that six guys are going to pass up on him? I, I mean, I said, there's no way, but you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we, Kadri, we talked a lot over the summer, and I kept telling you that I see a way that one of the big three, and I'm talking about Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Jamar Chase, I thought one of them was going to be there for you at the back end of the round. I kept telling you, and you kept saying, no, there's no way. And sure enough, that ended up happening. I, but, think, I think it happened because I didn't believe it because Kamara's situation was still – uh, not clear, right? And I think right before the draft, there's, you know, all these reports came out and said, you know what, it's just not going to happen, um, you know, before uh, before the or uh, during this season, basically. So then, Anis took Kamara right before me because I think if Kamara's situation was worse and he was just going to, I don't know, uh, miss some time, I think Anis would have taken the uh, chase. No, yeah, no, Anis, Anis confirmed with me. I actually convinced them to take Kamara. Anis was going to take Barkley. Yep. 100%. Oh, really? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Without right. a shadow of a doubt. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, either way, it worked out for him, I guess, even though we'll talk about him later, I guess. But but back on Cooper Cup, though. So, Homesan, you took him again, first round. Yes. yes. Uh, this year. And you ended up having to trade him. So, walk us through what was it like realizing that you had to trade this guy? Yeah. So, Again, um, Cooper Cup drove me to the championship last year. Um, respect him a lot. Great player. But I just didn't see what I saw last year. You know, I'm a visionary, man. I watched Stafford with that elbow. <laughs> I watched the Rams. They just didn't look the same. And then what scared me the most, and I'm not kidding you guys, was every week a guy was falling for me. Javante yep. Williams, Hollywood Browns, Dak. I'm like, bro, if I lose Cooper honestly- Cup – I'm I'm flirting with the toilet bowl. So I had to give him, get rid mm-hmm. of him for pieces. And I don't know why that day I was kind of trigger happy, trade happy. I told people I'm trading cup. Nobody believed me. Thalgy actually offered me that trade a while ago, but um, we kind of modified it. Um, obviously, Henderson was a bust, but that's whatever. I should have bargained for more. Should have, would have, could have. But I just needed two other, you know, above average receivers that I could rely on. And then lo and behold, subhanAllah, 
They all got literally everybody in that trade got injured, and one guy even got cut. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was just yeah, it was I, absurd. I'm happy you were honest about this because when you traded Cup, I knew you would never really do it unless you had to. And I think who was it? Was it Javante at the time that made you like force you? Because I know at the time you were thinking you were thinking that's it toilet. Like you had so many guys go down. You're like, I have to trade cup. I need, I think, no, I think it was Malcolm. Uh, I mean, I keep saying Malcolm Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, man. Once he went out and D hop was out, this guy was averaging 19 fantasy points a game. I'm like, bro, I have nobody else. And at the time, Jacobs didn't really pop yeah. off. You yeah. know, he was still, yeah. Point game when I benched him. And then he had like a seven point game, a 12 point mm-hmm. game, nothing crazy. Right. So, uh, and and then look at some highlight. The re- my logic behind training Cup was if he gets injured, I'm done. And what happened? He got injured. <laughs> well, but I mean, it didn't make a difference because the guys that I got were injured. <laughs> yeah, but at least Debo's. I mean, but Debo's. I don't know. I I don't. Man, he's regressed big time. And, yeah. You guys I mean, are blaming the running backs. I think it's freaking Ayuk, man. Ayuk was out for a little bit. Uh, and Debo blew up, man. Like, well, you gotta remember- understand. You gotta understand. Two years ago, Debo was drafted higher than Ayuk, right? Everyone thought it's gonna be Debo, but when they played, just when they both just play receiver, Ayuk is the one that produces more. The yeah. thing about Debo last year, he was just popping off sixty-yard runs, forty-five-yard runs. So if he's not rushing and getting those, by the way, last game he scored twenty points. You want to know why? Because he popped a forty-yard run. Yeah, that's that's just who he is right now. And and yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, shout out to Hamza for not taking my trade. Yeah, I offered him <laughs> Brendan Ayuk. But anyways, different story, different topic. Um, so that was at the midpoint of the season where Correct. you traded Cooper Cup. Um, what about the rest of the season outlook? What does it look like for you, Humaysan? And who do you see winning the chip as of today? All right. Um, if I could get Debo and Mike Williams... You know, I think I have a very good chance of making a run. But I got three contenders. I, I ran some analytics that I can't necessarily expose right now. But I will name three players right now. Or three, sorry. Three league members that I think are going to win the chip. And this might offend some people and it might surprise you guys, okay? No particular order. Two of these guys might not even make the playoffs. That's how risky these analytics are, okay? Okay. First is none other than... Hamza married to Kelsey El Shabani. Okay. Trust me on this one. The analytics are there and they're backing them up. Second, and I know it's a little biased, but it's yours truly. Again, analytics. And third, this is going to be the most surprising. But even though we had some beef, I have to say, Lakadri, Lakadri. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's – it's not a diss to Steve, Nuke, Maori. They got great teams. They might even make the Super Bowl. But based strictly off analytics, those three guys, including myself, don't be surprised if they win the chip. Well, you got to give us some context here. I mean, what do you mean by analytics? What, what are the factors that go into making those decisions? <laughs> uh, Kamish, Kamish, you know, you if, you if there's an honorable mention, it would definitely be you. Let me tell you why. I'll give you I'll give you one hint of the analytics, okay? As far as I I know, excluding the first season, because first season we got to admit, man, that was just a BS season, okay? There hasn't been uh, someone who was first seed that won the championship. True, it's a curse. There is one. 
Another one, another fun fact. There hasn't been someone who had the first overall pick that won the championship. That's true. And the last one I'm going to save for later because this one, that's why I waited for the trade deadline, by the way. But this one, I'll let you guys know in the future. If if, if my predi- prediction comes, I could be wrong. You know, maybe this is an outlier year, but based off the recent past, this is how it's been going down. And that's why I correctly predicted last year that it's going to be a new uh, it's going to be a new member or new league member that's going to win the championship. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Hamza, me, or Qadri, if we win, come back to this. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I mean, how, yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> Kadri's so in shock, he doesn't know what to say. I mean, his head's no, I mean, too big right now. <laughs> I think, no, 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 that's, that has nothing to do with my team. I mean, I believe in my team. I took a, I'm taking risk with that trade, but I think the logic, yeah, I agree with it. Steve, I think when Steven pulled away with the first, um, with the first seed, I'm like, you know what, that's good because I don't, I, I don't really want it. I, they always, the first seed always loses first round. Well, they get a bye, so you mean? No, the I'm first sorry, game like second, like their first game. Yeah, yeah uh, basically, their first game they just lose. Yeah, Subhanallah. I don't know why it works out that way. It's really strange. I'll tell you why. Because whoever is coming in to play them that second round is the hot team, bro. It's usually that, that one <laughs> well, team come on, hot. man. It's completely random. Remember, well, how was it random, though? Because look at it last year, Humason. Last year, that was last year, had but... the bye. Yeah. And the year who before did he that, face? Or was it two years ago? Ayubi had the bye. He was dominating everybody. And Maori was just plowing through the ranks and caught exactly, him. Exactly. But, why, yeah, but... Why, why was Maori doing that? Because he had such a hot ending to the season. Yeah, he started true. 0-5 and went like, I don't know, 6 and something. And then... Yeah. In the playoffs, just random guys and even AJ Brown just popping off. Yeah. No, Kamish Kamish said it best, I think, a few seasons ago. It's always a and I, you can't really say that right now because it's you know there's still two more weeks, but it's always the the hottest team entering playoffs that tends to do really well, especially the last three weeks, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, look at my team last year. I faced the niece after his bye, and I just kept rolling. Yep. You know, but either if way. I were if I were to just mention one team, and again, this is not to jinx anyone, whatever, but if if Justin Fields plays, um, it's I just I just don't know how you beat uh, Maori's team unless you put up, you know, I know it's one game, anything could happen. I mean, you're gonna need a really solid performance if he has Fields, and then Etn doesn't miss any time. I, I mean, he's got the mix. He's got the right mix, but he's got some injuries and his tight end position's not doing well. Yeah. You know, the thing about yeah. tight end position, his team was so limited because he had two weaknesses, tight end and QB. And QB was a major weakness. But Fields just changed the game. Now he doesn't need shit from his tight end. Trust me. When you have Fields that's been getting minimum of 25 the past five games. Yeah, then- if, he's, if he's producing like that, then you don't need a tight end. That's true. He has six guys that I counted that can pop off for 30 minute, uh, a week. And that's that's a significant amount of people that can, you know, they, they can go off. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, I mean, that's a big prediction. But, you know, speaking of big, give us the progress on uh, Homeson's upgraded look that this meme is, has to become a reality. So, guys, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but I made a lifetime membership and it's changed my life, man. Ooh. Um, 
going to the gym, it's not it's not like, hey, I'm going to go hit an hour. Going to the gym, it's, it's like a lifestyle now, man. I go, I'm spending three hours in the gym, bro. I'm hitting everything and, and anything. I'm hooping. I'm hitting the sauna, the steam room. I'm shaving my neck hair, everything at Lifetime. Um, so, alhamdulillah, I'm losing weight. I'm cutting up. And it's I'm doing it the opposite. In the winter, I'm going to cut up and then slowly build the muscle. So that's that's where I'm at, boys. Um, if you ever want to come with me to Lifetime, you can't ease people. Just let me know. Hit me up. I only charge like ten bucks. Um, the rest is on the house. But I mean, are you ever gonna make that that meme into reality? Because we feel like if Bulk Homesan ever becomes a reality, you're gonna have the woman lining up. So you gotta make it happen, Kanye. Come on, Kanye, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that until you pull that look then when you have that look it'll definitely fit fit kcd for sure absolutely <laughs> uh absolutely man so man, I, I can't sorry to just cut you guys up but i can't wait to hear the intro of this of this video man i mean this podcast oh man can't wait the intro the intro yeah oh it's gonna be lit I can <laughs> of course it is it always is so um, the one topic I think we need to touch on, and you were very eager to, to touch on this topic, but um, what do you think of unhinged Steven this year? Oh, man. Steve is reckless, man. Steve right now, he's like Mike Tyson just throwing bombs. He's just powering through everybody, man. I mean, listen, we, we unleashed the beast, man. You know, when you're, when you're driving around in a badass Tundra, and you got that license plate, bro. You wake up every day going to work. You know, he works for a Japanese company. There's no work from home. He's he's going to work. He's driving to work. He has to see that license plate every single day. I think it just it just compiled, compiled. And this dude lets it out in the chat, man. He's letting the Cantonese have it. He's letting the Dearborn, uh, West Dearborn having it. He's He's been kind of giving the South End a break. You know, I haven't really seen him going at the Shibani Bros or – Sheed, even though that's, Sheed, where, you know, that's where you get to we see, haven't seen so. Sheed in like five weeks. Um, <laughs> Steve, he's I think he's taking easy on the Yemenis, but the non Yemenis, he's, he's letting them have it. And then, of course, his brother in law is like his uh, you know, little sidekick. Uh, it's his Robin, you know, yeah. Um, shout out to Powder Puff Stelge. <laughs> you, you guys realize the coping mechanism these guys do when they're ruled out of the playoffs, bro? It's oh, funny. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they like to point the fingers. Hiya, big toe had a championship team, bro. Hiya, if this guy didn't get hurt, I would have won 10 games. Points uh, against, know. points against. Points I, I against, gotta, bro, points against. I got to say something funny about Steven. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> and there's a lot of funny things in fantasy. That, that in itself is funny, bro. Uh, Every time I do, I do a trade, <laughs> it's very intrigued and, and just curious. And he messaged me on the side all the time. Bro, I just saw the trade of Camara. Walk me through that. Like he's like, he said that. Yeah, like like what was the logic <laughs> of it? I'm like, bro. <laughs> just hey hey, let me let me, let me ask you this. Have you ever offered Steven trade? And he's like, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Like bro. Like hey, hey, and then I'm like, yeah, for real. And he just doesn't respond. Like no, bro. No. Like what, like Steven, what was the whoa? Like it, are you in uh, shock or was it a good trade? Like what what what's what's the you know? Well, he also hits you with the, uh, hold on, I got to do my research. Yep. 
And that, never, that research is a quick fantasy pro search. And if the name of the player doesn't pop up within the first 10 seconds, that's it. He doesn't talk to you. Yeah. Hey, two guys that I know I've only been in the league, what, three? Is it three seasons now or four seasons? That I just can't I can't crack the code, bro. I can't kick I can't crack the code with trading with Steve and I can't crack the code trading with Hamza, bro. Like I just I can't get I can't get anywhere with these guys. Like it's literally one message, boom, that's it. Hamza, because of his career now, it's, it's getting worse. He works 20, 20 twelve hundred hours <laughs> oh, a week. Oh man, he he's making blockbuster trades with his little brother and with UB and even she made a damn trade. Like at least guys like Kadri, I don't think I made a trade with you, but we go back and forth a lot. You know, yeah. commission. You know, yeah. every year you have to fleece me. That's that's known. Um, Fouls. I finally, you know, I finally cracked that code. But Hamza and Steve, man, I don't know how you guys do it. Well, and then Maori. Maori is the Ma, this. Uh, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hold back. But Maori did not make any trades this year, and he offers badass trades at the wrong time. That's Maori's issue. Mm-hmm. Like Jay Taylor for uh, Patterson. Like he, but he, I will he say my boy, Maori, my boy, my boy Maori is getting more. Uh, Risk averse, I would say, over the years. Um, he is, man. He man. used to be. He he used to take chances. Now he's very uh, calculated, I guess. And 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 yeah, he's not gonna take a trade unless like it's clear. No, but like, he still he still makes like crazy offers. Like think about it. Like he was no, willing he does, to tell JT on the low, but at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. That's yeah. It's, it's so don't feel bad. Don't feel bad about Steven. I mean, I don't remember the last time he did a. <laughs> he said, "Don't feel break. bad for him." Yeah, you can't, man. I, yeah. I, I, I honestly do not remember the last time he he made a meaningful trade. And I'm not talking. Please don't mention this stupid Eno you know, Benjamin trade this year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the the last topic that I wanted to get into, guys, and it seems like this is a reoccurring topic that we've asked all of our guests who may send but uh-huh. there's there's two types of logics that are going on in this league and i feel like there's one of them that's really hurting the league and that is do you play to win the championship or do you play to not win the toilet bowl and with so that, let me, everybody everybody that's come on here everybody's given different opinions so let so, me let me let me let me break it through to you because um i had a very unfortunate season i think uh, my maybe my i can't remember if it was my first or second year but the goal is always you play to win the championship. However, you have to be realistic. Like right now, Anis, Ayubi, Shebani, their chance of making playoffs is literally like 2%. Anis, Anis is zero. zero. Yeah, yeah, Anis is zero. Anis cannot make the, the playoffs. So to save face and to make it competitive, which I like, you play to not win the toilet bowl when you're down there. Okay? You're, you're literally like you're nervous, man. You're very nervous. You're just as nervous as those guys that are trying to get to playoffs. Steve Winnis, you guys went. We saw it with Steve last year, man. The guy wouldn't trade until literally the deadline, and he was willing to give his best receiver. Yeah. Um, so you play to win, but you got to be realistic, and you know you're still playing to win at the end, but you're winning for, I guess, an ulterior motive, and that's not to win the toilet ball. But you should always play to win the chip. Um, but you got to face reality. So, I think that's where it comes. Yeah, but you made a great point, though. I mean, that that's that's another incentive to keep these guys involved too, right? Like when Ethan and I did the trade, yeah, of course you you know one way you can think about it and say, well, you don't want to like you know get empower this guy's team heading to the playoffs, but no, actually, I mean, if it's a fair trade and the, and these guys even like at the bottom are active, like I think that's that's better for the league, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. But imagine there's no there's no incentive and they don't care, like bro, and there's no punishment, yeah. 
we would have four teams right now that are just zoned out. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's there's some truth to that, but at the same time, we're playing to win the chip. You're playing to get in the playoffs. And our league has proven that if you just get in, you can make some noise. Of course. And I, I feel like it's getting a little bit lost, and the goal of this league is not to just avoid the bottom. Um, and I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that people are not making moves earlier in the season when they have more depth or they have more of a position to trade out of. And so yeah, just, just say his name, Steven. This no, it, it, there's no. not just one person. I think Kamish <laughs> is thinking of Anis. But to be fair, man, all it takes is Anis literally made one boneheaded move, man, starting – I didn't even know his name. What's his name? Malik Willis? Mike Willis? That uh, was – no, Willis? No, no, no. What's his that name? Was... Malik Willis? Yeah, yeah, he started him out of nowhere. He needed what two points that game, Kamish? Or three points? Yeah, but no, there, this is a this is a multi-week, multi-positional thing. Anise, that's, ref- that's fair. Listen, Homesa, you, know. you got to understand. Anise refused to look at a wide receiver one, a quarterback one, and a tight end one in the draft. He just refused. He just completely bypassed that and focused on running backs. And when you do that, and you draft players like Allen Robinson. Oh yeah, that's that's not gonna cut it. Yeah, and if you refuse to make a move early in the season to address that, our league is too tight. He was dead in the water from day one. Yeah, he paid the price. Yeah, man. I mean, he definitely paid the price. And I know he's gonna listen to this. And I know he's gonna balk at it. I know he's yeah, gonna. Yeah, and he's gonna he's gonna say the reason why I take the the, the running back because you know the running backs are very limited and da, da, da. at least we know. <laughs> We know why you take running backs, and that's why we all take running backs. But it I wasn't. This, and I looked at his draft. It wasn't. It up. wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think this was the year to wake him up. To be honest. Yeah, yep. but even his draft, it wasn't an Anise draft, man. He he drafted a lot of handcuffs, which he typically doesn't do. He drafted receivers that aren't reliable early, which he typically doesn't do. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But who was his third round? Uh, was, was, it, was it? Was it? Was it? Juju or Allen Robinson? Yeah, uh, yeah, one of the two. It was a bust, you know, not worse than Cam Akers, but that's a different story. Eesh. Um, wait, one thing I do want to address is why is Shahid Abdu every year involved in some sort of tagging or hashtag, you know, fiasco? Last year, I don't know if you remember, Commission, but there were sheet hashtag sheet facts. Remember when someone was just BSing? <laughs> Because <laughs> she would say some stuff and then we'd fact check it, and he was wrong literally every time. And then just gave sheet facts. <laughs> this year, he corrected a UB like twice, and khalas, let's say you make a grammar mistake or you're, you're tagging sheet, you know, and we're, we're, we're catching people slipping. Yeah, well, we so, talked about that when she yeah, was on the podcast because one year he corrected a UB and he sent out that voice note of the UB, we don't understand what the hell you're saying, blah, blah, blah. So now it just became a habit where anytime there's a grammatical mistake, everybody's tagging sheet. He became the grammar police. That's it's true. Easy. But last year we also did the hey, hashtag tagged. we did the hashtag sheet facts. So my question is, I want to know what's next year's trend gonna be with Shahid Abdu. Because you know, he blows up in the first few weeks and then he kinda dies out, you know. So we, we gotta keep him we gotta keep him entertained somehow. Yeah. But was I mean... if it wasn't for tagging him for the grammar mistakes? 
he wouldn't even know the guys in the league. He goes quiet, certainly. I mean, he he started <laughs> off four and zero. Kimmich is so professional. I, I mean, he started off four and zero, and the guy wouldn't shut up. Him and Shea Banny were the four and zero brothers, and they were just <laughs> high fiving, clapping, making jokes, and everything. Oh man! And then uh, when they hey, went, what did Shea Banny say? He said something along the line. I don't. I don't know. He said something smart. Yeah, I don't remember what he said. Um, but yeah, they're just, they were, they were cracking, cracking me up because then they went quiet, especially Sheed. Um, and then he's, I mean, he's been about 500 since that point, but yeah. yeah. And, and to go back to what Anissa's draft, he drafted Cortland Sutton round three, Allen Robinson round four, Allen Lazard round five, Juju oh, round six. Yeah. Lazard not bad at five, but yeah, it was, well, he, it was well receiver four is just, fetch, but. Yeah, but yeah. you're passing up. We, we've talked about the draft at great lengths, but there was a lot of guys there yeah. at the spots that I just yeah. – I don't know. I mean – I, I didn't really... want to go back to the draft, man. It's just no, long-winded, it, man. No, but, hey, can, did, you guys, just... did you guys bat at Kayubi, bro? Or no? I mean – He got married. You guys didn't know? He got married <laughs> under the table, bro. Who? He got married. Ayubi got married. <laughs> they legalized gay marriage. This guy went to marry uh, – Josh Allen. Josh Allen or Kyle Pitts. Then he got divorced. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, honestly, I'll tell you two things, man. I respect Kadri for not marrying players. That's no- number one. Number two, anytime a UB wants one of your guys, just expect that guy to pop off. This guy's been begging me for Jacobs. Begging me for Jacobs. By the way, I've offered him two multiple times, but, you know, when you're married, it's hard to, to divorce like that. <laughs> um. I swear, every time Ayubi wants someone, bro, I'm like, yeah, this guy's popping off. And they always <laughs> pop off. Um, so just keep that in your back pocket. But, um, no, I mean, great podcast, guys. Thanks for having me on, man. Anytime. Any last-minute questions, comments, concerns? Uh, if you got into a street fight and you had to pick one guy out of the fantasy league, who would you take with you? To fight with me or against me? To fight with you. Hamza Shebani, 100%. Hamza? Yes. Oh, you guys don't know the stories, man. If only we knew, bro. He, I'll All tell right. you one thing. He ain't a one-trick pony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's for another time, then. What's uh? So who's so who's who's gonna miss out on the playoffs? And I feel like I I don't feel safe at all either. I think there's gonna be one 14-win team that's gonna be left out. Who do you guys think? <laughs> Is gonna be left out. That's gonna be rough. Um, if there is one, if I had a bet, I think it's gonna be Need for Sheed, bro. I think it's gonna be Sheed. Play this. Who who does he play this week? <sighs> Not even sure. I think he plays. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Sheed plays. Um, Steven. Yeah, I mean, and then thing about Sheed too is uh. That's what I wanted to bring up earlier. The lucky, uh, they're talking about luck, luck, luck. Bro, Sheed versus Maudi, his team was on buys. Sheed yep. versus Stouge, his team lost. He's versing Steve this week. Steve has D Hop and Connor out. Um, he's kind of had a, you know, we don't look at it from that angle, but he, yeah, the buys, he yeah, had some sure. favorable bye weeks, man. Yep. And uh, I've had zero buys. That's yeah, this, these have playoff ramifications these last yeah. few weeks, man. It's, it's insane. Literally one starter that I can remember right now that, that was on buy. It was Barkley, and that's it. 
the whole seven weeks. Yeah. Against. Yeah. And and in terms of who's going to miss, I mean, it's going to come down to the last week. And if I don't get one win this week, I'm right there with everybody because I think I face Sheed next week. And that's going to have playoff ramifications. For sure. Oh, that's going to be – oh, actually, that's crazy. Who else plays next week? Yeah, you're you, – well, you're getting – Well, I have to get one win. That's how it works. 14 wins, I'll most likely be in the playoffs. So Same, yeah. I just need one win. I, man, I don't know why you guys keep saying that. I don't think 14 is just safe like that. It's going to be safe by the end of next 14 is going to be safe with, with uh, points four, I think. He, yeah. yeah, I agree. But and here's why I say that, Kadri, because Hamza plays who this week? He, he plays me. He yeah. plays you. And so then next week, guys. next week, he's got Aaron Jones and Cordell on a bye. And who's he playing next week? Let's see. That's a that's going to be a huge game. Next Talk week, plays Anise or something. He plays Anise. Mm. <laughs> Can't you already knew? Um, hey, Anissa's team is not laughable anymore, man. With Mahomes and I don't know, man. It's this is dude. This is gonna be a crazy last few weeks, man. Five guys. Yeah, if, if five it's of us at, uh, you know, flirting with fourteen wins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bro. I mean, the, Mahomes. Is, I think Mahomes is a game changer, and that's why, you know, the trade that I did, for example, even if you scrutinize it, you know. I, I I gave up the number one player in fantasy this year. Literally number one, not That's just insane, by position. Yeah. Number one. People won't even give him the number two fantasy player away, but yeah. <laughs> so so that's why you know I gotta I gotta do something slick like that because I agree. You know, if you start giving up like two, you know, average guys and get a superstar from you know from Anise, whatever, yeah, then that might be uh, a little too much, but yeah. Kedri, what are you at? 14 wins right now? Yep. And the yeah. problem is, for me, I was safe until I freaking scored 90. Had a freaking very bad week. Yeah. You caught up. To, I mean, you had So, one- yeah. It's honestly, if any of us five, between me, Kedri, Kamish, Sheed, and Hamza, a double L this week is uh, you're, you're in some deep waters. It is. But if I'm facing Sheed next week... That could be like a whoever wins is in matchup. Yeah. Possibly, yeah, possibly. If if he goes two and zero, and you go zero and two, then yeah. Um. So it's yeah, it's interesting, man. I love this format. Screw the haters. This is amazing. I love it. And uh, I always poke fun in my other league because I literally have the least amount of points scored, but I'm like third out of ten. And uh, and I literally win games scoring like ninety points, hundred five points, and a ten man. It's half PPR. And they complain, oh, your team this, you don't score. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm taking advantage of the system. Um, I'm not getting punished for for scoring low and winning, you know? Yeah. It's not right. It's not fair for people who are scoring but versing, you know, the second highest score. Like, imagine Maori last week. How much did he put up? Like, 140, I think, almost? Um, yeah. Imagine walking away with just a fat out. Come on, man. When he reversed anybody else besides me or Steven, he would have won. Yeah, and and we're gonna talk about that at the end of the season, and we'll we'll take a revote. That was always the plan, and uh, I don't know. I mean, right now it's I don't I don't see many opposers besides maybe two. People. Yeah, the, the, no one's gonna. Pull, I mean, I think maybe ten out of two, two out of twelve will yeah. oppose it. Yeah, I love I, it, bro. 
No, I mean, you have you have to like it. I mean, come on, come on. I mean, you, yeah, I don't. I mean, imagine like you said, Maori scoring one forty or whatever, one fifty, and then losing, bro. That's like the worst shit ever. Yeah. Wait. So before before we end the podcast, I have a question for you guys. Let me flip it on you guys. What ignited the Kadri Kamish beef? The world wants to know. Because I'm not even sure. I can't even think of what ignited. I just woke up one day and you guys are beefing. Well, and even Audi was like throwing caps lock everywhere. I'll tell you. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you. But me and Kamish, we obviously have a lot of respect for each other. Um, and this is, you know, I'm talking strictly fantasy. Now, I think that I think the Kamish, to be honest with you, so early on in the season, the, his receivers struggled big time. So, uh, okay. DJ Moore and everybody. So you guys made a fantastic trade. So I don't see what yeah. beef. Well, well, I need. It, I need. All right, go ahead. Well, hold on. I'm jumping the gun. Go so, ahead. so he got chased, and he told me. We talked many times, and and he told me, I think he, you know, the receivers are going to be the ones that are going to win your leagues this time. And then he wanted Chase, and then I had a trade lined up with a UB as well for Chubb, but then I know Commissioner also wanted. Uh, you know, when it chase. And I actually gave you the, I actually gave Yusuf the, the choice between Chase and Adams. I said, just pick one. And honestly, low key, deep down inside, I wanted to keep Adams, but that's another story. <laughs> um, so he picked Chase. And, and I think fast forward seven weeks when DJ more randomly starts popping off, Ayuk starts putting consistent numbers. DK Metcalf out of all people unexpectedly, you know, um, start becoming, I think, a top 15 receiver now or something. I think that's when the commish really started regretting putting Henry. And then he messaged me one time. He says, you don't understand how much it hurts me to watch Henry every day do 20 points. <laughs> so I had to be nice to the commish. And I tell him, look, bro, Chase just got you like two straight 30-point games. And he wanted you like four, basically. But then I think the one the one message, and I don't know why the commission was hitting out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, he messaged me and sends me the picture of Khalil Herbert um, being on IR. He's like, bro, hey, everyone you talk about is getting injured. What, what do you do? I'm like, wait, what? Where did this come from? I'm like, what the hell am I doing? And, and, oh, man, you guys are arguing like exes, bro. That's hilarious, man. So, honestly, that's like out of nowhere. That's when I explain. I'm like, bro, I, I'm not your enemy, I think. But deep down inside, I, and I get it. We all, I think, you know, there's a lot of trades that we regret, whatever. But, Kamish, you got to be honest. I know you regret trading Henry. Uh-oh. Okay. So, first off, I did not say I wanted Chase. You were the one that came and said, if we talk about Henry, obviously it's going to involve Chase. And then I actually mentioned Adams. And you said, well, what about if I give you Chase? And I said, okay. Um, and we started going back and forth, back and forth. And we finally settled on Chase and Carter for Henry and McLaurin, which I proposed that trade after going back and forth. And we did it. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward. Henry, for some reason, has a revelation. And <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened in that offense. He ends up blowing up 25 points consistently every week at least for, you know, weeks three through ten or whatever you want to call it. Well, Kamish, just, just add one thing. Sorry to cut you off. After So after two weeks of Henry, and I don't blame you, the entire media, you know, you don't understand how many people from the chat reach out to me. I know. Maori, tell me, bro, why would you take Henry? The entire media, the O-line, started all getting injured 
They're playing horrible. People are writing them off. Literally, ESPN said, yeah, he's not even a lock anymore. So you got to give me major, major props for for trading Chase, who was who put up 30-something the first game, because I'm a huge believer in Henry, and, and I didn't listen to any of those guys. And I know that, and I did. And I've always said that you won the trade. So yeah, hey, don't hey, you guys are sleeping on scary Terry too, man. He dropped a twenty nugget on my head. Yeah, he's up and down. The he quarterback is. play in Washington is just—it's not good. Kadri shipped him off at the right time, but watch him. Terry, no, 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 no. It's not even about the right time. I had to, but Terry McLaurin is a top ten, fa- like receiver in real life. Like he's he really unbelievable is. talent. Unbelievable talent. Unbelievable Crappy team, talent. bro. Yeah, the quarterback. Yeah, it's. He's actually, and they weren't the same number. He's basically like a like a Devonte Adams too, elite route runner. Man, he he just knows the game, man. He he knows how to play. But like you said, yeah. his QBs suck. Well, I'm glad but, you guys made up, man. Well, hold on, Homeson. To wrap that to wrap that part up. Dang, Schnabit. The beef was like a plant based beef. Okay, there was no <laughs> beef. Okay, this hey, it was, be- saw- hey, it was beyond me. It was beyond. Yeah, it was me. beyond me. Okay, this guy literally <laughs> saw the reaction he was getting from Mister Caps Lock Maori and uh, Stephen and everybody else, and he especially Ayubi, and he's like, "I'm just gonna run with it." And then finally, hey, it needed was- to happen, bro. It needed to happen. Yeah, finally, finally, there was. I mean, Ayubi's been calling us nut buddies for years. You know, I mean, he was probably grinning like the Grinch when he saw this happen, <laughs> but. I mean, it, then it just happened where I'm like, okay, I know he's trolling, but now it's getting a little personal. And then I reached out to him and I said, what are you doing? Now you're acting like we're in high school. I'm like, you need to drop it. And he's <laughs> hey, like, okay. He's like, hey, calm down. You know, I hit you with that. And that's it. That's all it is. Hey, Kendrick, oh. hey how does it go again? The Zabater. Zaber. Zaber. Well, uh, you know, hey. Hey, I'll leave it. I'll leave it for the intro. But bro, I, I messaged. I messaged a Yubi this morning. I said, "Bro, what the hell was that?" And then he was even dying laughing. And I'll put that recording maybe on the on the podcast. Oh, he was dying laughing. He's like, "Bro, I have no idea what I even said." Hey, you know what makes that funnier too? When I read it, I'm like, "Okay, I don't know what the hell I was gonna say," but I brushed it off. I think a lot of people did that. Somebody was like, "Wait a minute, this something's wrong here, bro." No. No, I did it, bro. I was like, I had to read it like three times, and I'm like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, I don't even have the energy to read this like four times. I'm just gonna brush it off, you know? No, I thought a correction is, is coming up. Like, <laughs> so I give him, I give him a little chance, and then I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is something like, yeah, but yeah, definitely Maori made it funnier too. I mean, it's oh man, hey, but hey, honestly, guys, amazing podcast. Inshallah, I see you guys in the playoffs. Especially you, Kadri. We got to hash it out, but I'm rooting for you guys. Yes, sir. Take care. Uh, Yep. Thank you. Yep.